the story of my life. No respect. That doesn't get no respect at all. The story of my life. No respect. That doesn't get no respect at all. They couldn't score and fell flat. And the 40 shots on goal was 40 shots on goal was a little deceiving. Yeah. And even though they had some really good opportunities, surprisingly, they need to play with that intensity. If those last three, four minutes, the Rangers sometimes don't play at their best level against lower-tier teams. Here's Johnny! Nope, this is Ranger Proud, the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud, here on the Bleed Blue Show. And it is uh, the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud, uh, post-game versus the Toronto Maple Leafs, original six. Uh, and, you know, we'll be back in next Tuesday as well uh, for another episode versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. But next time we'll be in Toronto. And, wow, normally in the opening or the normal opening, uh, RP says, uh, you know, they could have scored. Well, they could have defended tonight. And um, Austin Matthews had a big night with his four points. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're going to be on here to discuss uh, previous games as well. Uh, the nice win versus the L.A. Kings. And then kind of, uh, you know, I guess you could say a letdown game Saturday in D2 versus the Capitals. What the hell was that about, right? But the Rangers are still doing good, and the concerns are still bubbling. They're still growing in the sense of the defending of the goaltender. We may have to get into it. So let's talk about it. Let's get the guys on, say hello to everybody. Uh, the, Ring- the Rangers lose to the Maple Leafs. Uh, Glenn, say hello to the people. How you doing? Quick hello. How you doing, man? Oh, sorry about that. That's my fault. Sorry about that. I'm doing as well as I can after a game like that. Um, do we have our first crisis of the season, or is this just uh, an expected uh, blip on the radar? Uh, I think, as you mentioned when we came on, there there were certainly some concerns. Uh, last week we mentioned that uh, it looked like you know it was going to be a tough stretch coming up. That uh, you know maybe three and four, four and three, you know would have to do. Uh, but I didn't expect that tough stretch to start against Ottawa and Washington. I figured that, you know, we'll knock off those two and, uh, and uh, you know, then kind of see where we go from there. But uh, after what I've been seeing three of the last four games, and especially after Sunday, which looked like looked like they had righted the ship, uh, I'd rather talk about Tommy Cutlass and the Giants tonight. So uh, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, we can talk about whatever, man. Let's get everybody on yeah, and we'll I'm talk kidding, about I'm it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, shoot, this is the forum for the fans. We're here to talk sports, man. Yeah. Like, all sports is good sports, man. Matter of fact, but when we get everybody on, I, we'll, we'll put those plugs in, by the way. Uh, Scott, just a quick hello. We'll bring Carl on after that. But, Scott, quick hello. How you doing, man? Hey, good evening, all. How are you? Good, like, man. Like good, good. 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 <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, I know you got <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have some rants uh, from the NHL that you didn't get on last week. We'll, we'll make sure make sure you get to those early and often uh, when we go around. And let's get uh, Carl on. I think that's Carl. Carl, what's up, man? How you doing? Long time. Gentlemen, gentlemen, it has been a very, very, very long time. I'm, I'm, I miss you guys. How's everybody been? I'm good. Uh, what about you guys, Glenn and uh, Scott? Hey. I'm good, Carl. I mean, I, I miss you, too. I, I've i been pumping up your Dallas Stars for weeks on this show now, hoping that you would finally show up, and uh, now you're here, and hopefully we can talk about that. Yes. You know, hey, as yeah. I say, I always wait to the quarter quarter pull of the season, you know, about a third of the way through. I, I missed that last thing. I was – voice was down. I was I was under the weather, so unfortunately I couldn't <clears> – I could not jump in, but things are feeling a little bit better this time, and so, hey – 
glad to be a part of it, and uh, let's have a little fun this evening. Yeah, let's definitely have fun, Carl. And uh, although we may not have spoke live, I've heard you speak on the last several episodes on the Big Blue Roundtable, post-game roundtable. It's good to hear you break down Giants football, and you were up in spirit after the, the game-winning field goal by Bullock over the uh, Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, I mean, even though we haven't speaking like that, you know, I listen to all the episodes, and it's good to hear from you, bro. It's good to hear you talk to hey, listen to, as well. hey, listen to the, listen to football. The football is still shit, but, you know, hey, we make, we make what we can yeah. what we can out of that. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. And let, let's get into it. So, Glenn, we'll lead off with you, see. I'm looking at it from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, and up until this point, uh, William Nylander has played great hockey. He's just following their games along. They're climbing steadily in the standings, right? But Austin Matthews, uh, I don't know what the hell happened last night against the Islanders. I mean, I, you want to call that a trap game, whatever. But the Toronto Maple Leafs is, is a team that I thought would win this division. And they and here's the crazy thing. I'm looking at the, the Maple Leafs. And they may not have the same type of roster, but statistically against the Rangers, they're damn near similar in almost everything. So I kind of expected a game like this tonight, whether it went our way, Glenn, or their way. I mean, Toronto's top 10 in goal scoring. They're top 10 in the, in the power play. They're, they're number three in face-off. So they're kind of similar across the board as a team like we are statistically, uh, a top 15 team on, in penalty kill, even though we're better than them on that. But, you know, I, it's hard. I thought this is, this is the type of game I expected, whether we lost or we won. But it was more about, for me, it's weird, right, going because we talked about the Ottawa game. They bounced back and then lost the bad game versus the, the, the uh, Capitals. And then a nice, nice bounce back in, especially a strong third period against the Kings. So, so what the hell is going on with the Rangers, man? What are your thoughts, man? And, and I am concerned. We talked about Igor. I'm concerned. I am concerned with Igor now. Well, what are your thoughts? Igor hasn't been the same since he took that little stretch off uh, of a few games where we – they just said he was banged up, but we never really heard, you know, what the situation was. And they had, you know, Louis Domingue come up and play a game and then uh, – uh, Quick had played, I think, two or three games in a row. Um, and to me, Igor has not been the same since then. Um, I don't know if it's physical. I don't know if it's mental. Um, I still believe that uh, Benoit Lair is going to fix whatever it is, and, and I still believe in his talent that he's going to bounce back and be what we uh, have been used to seeing. Um Sometimes I wonder if we're not comparing him a little bit too much to that monster year he had two years ago, and anything less than that is uh, a disappointment. But, I mean, he's given up a lot of goals, and, 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 and we can blame the Ranger defense on that as well. I, I, you know, I, uh, I think their, their defensive structure has fallen apart a little bit. The 1-3-1 was working so well early in the season, uh, and I think teams are finding a way to get around it. Um, and I think also, uh, you know, the Rangers are turning over the puck a lot, which is not letting them set up the one, three, one, like they'd like to with teams coming out of their own end. So I think it's just a, a mixture of a lot of things. Um, some of the defensive play in front of Igor hasn't been great as well. Uh, so again, I just think it's a combination of things, but, uh, I agree with you, Steve. I'm a little concerned about Igor right now. I'm not, not quite sure what's going on. It's been too many games now where he's given up a lot of goals. And uh, uh, so I am a little concerned. I can't really put my finger on what's going on, 
And I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, he'll have one of those ridiculous games one night and he'll be, uh, he'll be back to normal again. But uh, uh, for now, they're just, we talked about it last week too. They're just giving up too many goals and uh, it's causing them a lot of trouble. They're getting behind the eight ball right away. Uh, they've come back in a couple of games, but you can't keep doing that. You know, you can't keep doing that. So, um, yeah, I've got a concern for Igor and, uh, you know, the defensive structure of the team that seems to have fallen apart a little bit since the beginning of the season. You know, anything else you'd like to add? A, a tidbit on the Maple Leafs because we're going to be talking about them yeah, next yeah, season sure. when we play them again as the last hockey episode of the year. So let's get, let's get used to hey, some I, Toronto Maple Leafs talk as <laughs> well. I think the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Rangers are two very uh, um, very well balanced teams against each other. Uh, I, I think they're they're very comparable in terms that you know you've got. Uh, uh, you know, they're both maybe a little top-heavy in uh, their offensive talent, but I think the Rangers have more depth. And when you're looking at, you know, uh, somebody like Adam Fox and Keandre Miller, who, who Toronto doesn't have, and even Truba from a physical standpoint, um, I think that's where the Rangers can, you know, be a, a notch better than Toronto. But I think they're two very, very evenly matched teams. Um, I agree. We, we've, been, we've been waiting for Toronto for three or four years now to uh, break out, to advance in the playoffs, to win the division, to really kind of show, you know, what they can do. And, um, you know, they, they never seem to get over that hump. Right now they're, they're playing very well. Uh, they're starting to climb in the, uh, in the Atlantic division. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, the problem with them has always been a little bit with goaltending. Now they've got Joseph Wall out for, uh, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a stretch. Uh, so, uh, You've got Samsonov, who's, I mean, he's just, he's up and down. He hasn't had a good year, but then he got a shutout the other night. Um, you know, so he's very up and down. And Martin Jones, you know, Martin Jones played well today. Uh, I don't know that the Rangers really, you know, pressed him very much tonight. But, uh, you know, Martin Jones has, has not really been that great for a number of years now. He, he was good back in L.A., and uh, he's just the last four or five years, uh, you know, he hasn't been that good. So I don't know how they're uh, – goaltending is going to hold up uh, in this stretch. But, uh, again, this is a team that, you know, we've been waiting for years for them to uh, take that step and think, geez, this is a, a talented enough team that could actually, you know, maybe win the Cup. But whether it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the their defense or their, uh, you know, some people may say a little lack of character or the, the pressure of playing in Toronto, whatever it may be, um, you know, they never seem to get there. So, I agree with you. I thought they were primed to maybe win the division this year. I thought Boston would take a step back. They haven't. Uh, I thought Tampa is, you know, kind of on their downturn now from their championship years. Uh, I wasn't sure I believed in Florida. So, you know, I looked at that division and, uh, you know, thought that, wow, you know, Toronto really has a chance this year. And they they may still well do that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're sometimes very puzzling. Uh, when you watch them. So some nights they look like world beaters and other nights they look like uh, they're, they're playing, they've met each other for the first time. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. But I think, you know, as far as the Rangers and Toronto, uh, you know, they've got their, their top four. Rangers kind of have their, you know, top four of, of uh, you know, Mika and Kreider and uh, uh, Panarin and Fox, I guess. Uh, so I think they're very evenly matched, very evenly balanced. Um, 
I would not be surprised. Hopefully, if Toronto can get out of that division to maybe see this as a preview of the conference finals. Yeah. Let's go to Scott and get his thoughts. And Scott, you have anything around the lead that you're ready to let have? Because I know you said you had something you wanted to say last week, and I think we let, ran out of time. But feel free to continue on that point. And how are your thoughts as far as, you know, we were on here after the Ottawa game. That was a letdown. Two points gone. And Washington, what, what do you make of the Washington game? Even though they did, we talk about how you bounced back. But, you know, that was a, that was a little strange game Saturday in D.C. Yeah, you know, I'm not too concerned with with who they've been losing to. Um, You know, I kind of said last week or two weeks ago that it was going to happen eventually. Like, it's it's inevitable to to have a slide. Um, You know, know, up until this point, we haven't had one. We had the occasional stinker, and then we all were in agreement that, you know, it's how you bounce back, and they bounce back very nice after every stinker. Um, and now they're on a little bit of a slide. So hopefully it's not too long, but, you know, I did say it was going to come. Um, I, I mean, I didn't say it was going to come right now. Uh, I didn't mean to, you know, be the exact opposite end of the uh, opposite side of the coin as, as Glenn's incredible predictions. I didn't want to be right, but I guess, you know, you knew it was going to, it was going to happen. And, and hopefully this is, you know, one of very, very few slides and, you know, the, take stock and in a way it's it's i don't i don't want to say it's a good thing but you know you need a humbling experience every now and then when you when you had the start that they had what 18 4 and 1 um you, you know you almost get a false sense of security that the team is is cup ready as it is and invincible and we knew even while they were winning those games that that we were not cup ready you know you know Heedle's absence hurt us you know Kako will be, I mean the way Kako was playing and being out might be a blessing but we, we had to replace him with something better um, I'm very happy with, with the way Brzezinski is uh stepped in there you know he got he got bumped up in the first line and uh I, I'm very happy with uh you know he had a great goal uh in that Kings game the power play goal I like what he's done up there, but I but we're still weak. We, you know, we still have a few holes to fill in, and if anything, this uh, last four games uh, definitely exposed them uh, and you know brought them back to reality a little bit. Let's hope they right the ship quickly, and let's hope that uh, you know the eighteen four and one team is the real team, and this is not the real team. Hopefully, not the other way around. Um, you know, hopefully they weren't just playing way above their pay grade because we did have concerns about uh, how whole this team was coming into the season and you know 20 games into the season we thought you know okay maybe they're more whole than we thought um so you know they did expose the problems and um the one thing i am concerned i am definitely concerned about igor uh, i am um you know he, he the last couple of years he had some slow starts and then and then righted the ship uh i remember rp point out last uh, year that it, it was a positioning problem that got worked out uh so whatever the problem is this time hopefully uh you know, he's very temperamental, you know, he can, uh, you know, and, and let things get to his head and hopefully, I mean, not hopefully that's not the case. I, I would assume that's got to be the case by now. And, and and I'll be honest with you, um, I got no problem switching over to quick. And, you know, I'm not saying that's going to be a permanent for the end of the, the, you know, the end of the season. Now, again, what, what kind of temperament are we dealing with with Igor? You know, sometimes it's, it's, it's like when a guy gets demoted to the AHL or, or whatnot or, or, you know, in any league gets demoted to the minor leagues, um, you know, takes that as, a, you know, as, as a fire lit under him um, and, 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 you know, writes himself uh, you know, uses that as determination to to get back to uh, you know the, the A list game, the varsity game. Um, 
you know, maybe losing his starting spot, at least for, you know, uh, uh, the, the foreseeable future uh, might help with that. Or it might have the exact opposite effect. He, he might pull a crab off and, and get all whiny about it. And it might make things worse. I don't know. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know his temperament. Um, it, it could be one or the other, but I think whatever the case, um, I, I think you got to go to quick at this point. Um you know, he, he's been lights out. I mean, he was phenomenal in that Kings game once again. So, uh, you know, I, I, and I think that Laviolette, if any, if any coach would have the balls to do it, I think it would be Laviolette. You know, we, we thought that that would be, uh, that, that, that Gallant would have been that type of coach to do that, you know, where he came in guns blazing when he, when he took over the team and said, uh, you know, I'm giving out ice time based on, uh, you know, guys earning it. I don't care about salaries and contracts and experience and whatnot, but that turned out to be hot air, of course, but I think Laviolette might mean it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got no problem with, with Quick, uh, you know, getting the bulk of the starts here until Igor proves otherwise or until Quick proves otherwise. Um, but, yeah, I am definitely concerned uh, about that. The good news is we do have Quick, and Quick far exceeded uh, expectations. But, um, you know, I, I, I do like the, the one bright spot. Well, obviously, since they went one and three, but the one bright spot was that Kings game uh, because they had, you know, two two terrible games in a row, and they did a good job of it, at least for the night, right, riding the ship. And and uh, I like the way that third period went down because, uh, you know, two nothing, the, the, uh, you know, I, I think the Rangers were off to a slow start, had a very good second period, and then the third period, the first half of that third period was going to be, you know, vintage, typical Rangers hockey for the last 20 years, which is, you know, hey, we got a small lead. Uh, okay, goalie, uh, do your stuff, and we'll be over here if you need us, <laughs> and make no attempt to expand on that lead. And that's the way it started to go down. Uh, they did get that power play goal. But then, uh, you know, the Rangers kind of stopped that and, and, and then finished very strong. Of course, got two more goals. They got a help from a power play there. But, uh, you know, it was good to see that they didn't, you know, once it went 2-1, you know, take their foot even further off the gas uh, and, and let Quick uh, steal the win, as we've seen, you know, in the Lundquist era, as we've seen, um, you, you know, pretty much uh, – <laughs> you know, that's pretty much vintage Rangers hockey. No matter who the coach or the goalie or the era is, that's uh, that's so it's good to see them. I like when they when they have a game like that where they uh, where they go for the throat instead of uh, you know, letting the goalie uh, pull one out of his ass. So uh, that was that was nice. And I think overall that that was a good game. The Kings were you know, Kings hadn't lost a road game all year, and I think they made a very good showing. Uh, a little disappointing to follow it up with a game like this tonight, but. Um, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, like I said, I'm not concerned about losing three and four. I, 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 I knew that was going to happen. Uh, just hopefully, you know, they got to stop the bleeding. Like right now, they, you know, I don't want to see it get any worse. They, they accomplished so much in the first 20 games. I don't need to have the best record in the league, but I mean, the division is so tight. I mean, <laughs> look, at, look at the Islanders. The Islanders are what six points behind them after all that. I mean, you know, they're getting a lot of help from like what do they have? Like eight participation trophy points, like in overtime losses. Uh, you know, I, I got a serious. I've always had a serious problem with the point scale, and uh, but. You know, it is what it is. Um, they're going to the, get the losers points, but uh, you know, so after all the, uh, after all that from the first twenty games, we don't have a big lead on really anyone. Uh, the Devils have started to right the ship. Um, you know, they're going to be up there, like we all kind of knew they were uh, they would be. So uh, we don't have much more time to uh, uh, you know right. to, to stop this bleeding. All right, right. 
I'm, we'll get, when we get back around, i got to get your thoughts on the Maple Leafs since we're going to be playing them again exactly next Tuesday as a last hockey episode for the calendar year. But let's get uh, Carl's thoughts up to this point. How you think about the Rangers thus far? Is it Are we uh, front-running or we are who we are right now? What are your thoughts, Carl? And we'd love to get your thoughts on that and around the league and Maple Leafs, and then we'll get back around and get additional thoughts on our squad. Well, you know, one thing that I did believe going into the season is that with the with with the new with the change in the head coach, you were going to get in the early part of the season, maybe about a 15, 10, 15 game stretch of, of of time, a a different response from the overall group itself, trying to you know impress the coach, implement you know whatever new system offensively and defensively that the coach wanted. The issue I oh I had in my in my head was okay. Eventually, you know, logic dictates that you end up sort of reverting back eventually to what you've always been. And so while the Rangers came out and they had that big start to the year, if if you've noticed recently, now part of this is also due to you know depth issues because of injuries on on you know Kako got hurt Heedle still and I don't know the outlook on him I have to I have to check his 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 status I know Miller didn't play tonight but you know the the amount of depth to kind of cover up for those kind of losses you know you can cover it up for three games maybe five games but you know over a period of time eventually you know on a team that didn't have supreme depth to start with you eventually get into a situation where, you know, you start to sort of revert back uh, eventually to, you know, water kind of finds its level. And so I'm, you know, even though they're sort of hanging on right now, I would, I would want to check in with them right around, I would say the end of January, which is about eight weeks from now, or maybe about seven weeks from now, just to see if they're sort of in the same space, because they got the best record in the league right now. But is that is what they are doing sustainable? And I'm very concerned as to whether or not that is. Um, I know I think it was Glenn was talking about Igor just now. You know, we talked about this last year. Actually, I think I had brought it up as well as RP because you know we were looking at the outlier year that he had, where he was saving. I think it was like 93, 94 percent of his of his, of his shots. Um, but the two years that sort of buffer that, the year before. The year last year and this year are all right about in line with with his norms. So you have this sort of one crazy season, and then these other three, you know, two plus seasons that might be more in line with what he is. And so when when you look for you know Igor being quote unquote to be better, I I, I guess my question and I think I asked it last year, is what are we defining as better? Mm-hmm. Because the the data is kind of coming in that 910, 915, 920 is right around Igor's, you know, marker. Asking him to be 930 or 940 might be just asking a little bit too much, unfortunately. And if you're going to hold him to that standard, well, then you're just going to be left sort of disappointed, and, and and you'll just sort of you know be wondering, oh, he should be, you know, you're, folks that are asking for Jonathan Quick, I, I would I would I would pump the brakes on that a little bit, you know, much like Cam Talbot in like 2015 where he had you know a season out of out of nowhere, I, I would prefer 
quick right now in, in, in very small doses. I would not want to run the, the chance of just, you know, putting him out there 50 times in a season and just assuming that because he's given you, you know, very good performances through the early part of the season that that would just sort of continue, you know, the rest of the way. I think what he's doing for the role that he is being imp- that he's being put in is 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 more than enough um, uh, for him. But in, in sort of a larger theme, folks, and I don't know what you guys thought about this, and it's sort of clouded the way I've watched these games this year. I, I talked about it at the end of the season last year, like the way – the way I have to watch games is, is I don't want to say unfortunate, but what happened last year with, with Boston and the way they dominated the season but had their season sort of cut short the way it did and the sort of flukiness of, of results have just sort of allowed me to just sort of just enjoy the ride. I, I have no expectations for the season. I'm not saying they're going to win the cup. I'm not saying they get the conference final. I'm just going to just let this play itself out and see what happens. I don't know what you guys feel about it, but I feel like after last season and just sort of the nature of these sort of flukish results, anything is possible. And you just sort of, I don't think you can watch any game this season and come to a conclusion as to what, any team is right now, good or bad, unfortunately. And I, it's a weird way to watch these games, but unfortunately I, I, I've, I've been sort of left with no other conclusion to draw than that. I don't know what you guys think. Can I quickly answer that? And then let's get Glenn and Scott's thoughts and then we'll go back around. Here's, here's my thoughts from the whole league as a whole. I think the East, the top teams in the East up until this point and like you said, it could be fluky, so it could change in March and April. But as of right now, the top teams in the East are, as, as of right now, or, or up until this point, have clearly been better than the top teams in the West. Like, if we were to play, like, a stop and play the finals or a playoff format right now, I do not play anybody in the West. That's how bad they've been. You know, you've seen the big game where Vegas destroyed Colorado, like, the one offers like that. But outside of that, uh, yeah, Carl, like, the Rangers front ran that they dominated. That, that that West Coast trip was a lot of juice for them. I just think um, they can play with anybody right now. But as you're right, this historic in save percentage is kind of where we've been concerned for like the last week to week on this show. It's been it's been pretty much that nine nine fifteen ish, little under that. So yeah, um, I, I think right now the teams are in the East. I, I think it's uh, us and. Even surprisingly, Philadelphia has kind of done okay under the radar. And then, you know, Toronto's clearly climbing in the Atlanta. They're going to win the division, I still believe that. What do you guys think, Glenn and, and Scott, uh, to Carl's question? Well, and actually, let me put one thing to you as well, because you had mentioned something earlier. I think the Rangers and the Maple Leafs are, in a, in a very funny way, kind of a mirror image of each other, just in different ways, that mm-hmm. – Toronto and, and the stuff that they've had the last couple of years, you know, overly reliant on basically three or four players to be superstars, and they haven't. Meanwhile, if you just sort of just flip the jerseys around, the Rangers have been sort of over-reliant on a couple of players, and when those players haven't succeeded, we're sort of left at the end of the season basically complaining about the exact same thing each and every time. So I think in both cases, they're both kind of just – 
a mirror image of the same team, just sort of dressed up in, in different ways. Totally agree. Exactly. Glenn, what are your thoughts on Dingus Scott? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Carl. I mean, I, I think there are two very evenly matched teams that rely on their top three or four players. And, uh, you know, when you get into the playoffs and teams find ways to uh, stop those three or four players, um, then you've got to have the depth to overcome that. And I think that's been the downfall of both of these teams uh, that, uh, you know, once they get to the playoffs and uh, if you don't have your stores, uh, you know, going at full tilt, uh, you have to rely on that depth. And I mean, you know, forever we've been talking about playoff hockey, how it seems like these no name guys are the ones that, uh, you know, score overtime goals and score, game tying goals in the last minute. I mean, I, I go back years. I, I forget what year it was. It uh, might have been the late eighties with the um, uh, um, guy on, on Montreal, Leclerc, that just went on a ridiculous run. He, be, I mean, he became a star after that. But I think he scored like ten or twelve goals in the playoffs. They were scoring overtime goals, and, and you have to rely on that type of depth. And I mean, frankly, I think the Rangers have a little better depth than uh, Toronto does. Uh, but, uh, again, they've got some holes that they're going to have to fill in order to, uh, you know, get back to to get to where they, they want to be. Uh, so, uh, you know, I totally agree with that. Uh, one of the other things that I had mentioned and Carl mentioned as well was, you know, with Igor, um, something that you have to look at if you look around the league, I think the league average save percentage is around 903. Um it, it, you know, you got some outlier guys that are, uh, you know, up there in, uh, say, percentage, 920s, 930s even. But uh, the goals against, you see a lot of goalies that have goals against that are like 2.9, 3.1. Uh, the the, the save percentage is down. So I, mean, I think to hold Igor yes. to that standard is tough to, to do, uh, as well as, you know, the year he had two years ago. So, um, you know, I think – what we're seeing with Igor a lot is, is going on league-wide. Um, I think Vasilevsky just gave up like six or seven goals uh, a couple of nights ago. So, um, you know, you're seeing that more and more in the league. Um, as far as, uh, um, you know, what we were talking about, uh, Carl was talking about just kind of enjoying the ride. I mean, I think he's right. You, you have to look no further than uh, Boston and Florida last year. Uh, Boston looked like gangbusters. Nobody was going to beat them. Florida was pretty much declared dead. And then they went on a run late in the season, made the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. And the next thing you know, they're in the Stanley Cup finals. So, um, yeah, I I mean, I think that uh, you do have to kind of just enjoy the ride. We have to remember that it's only December. There's there's a lot that's going to happen between now and April. There's a lot of hockey to be played. Um, You know, for example, you know, I let my optimism get away from me a little bit last last week when, uh, you know, they were still on that run and looking so good. And I was starting to think, I was starting to feel like November of 93 when I was like, wow, you know, this this team's really got a shot. I'm, I'm starting to believe that if this team doesn't win the cup, it's, it's going to kind of be a little bit of a disappointment. And, uh, you know, then Ottawa came and Washington came and tonight came and shut me right up. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I think you're right. You just have to see how everything plays out just because you're, you know, you're, I mean, I don't think they're going to fall out of a playoff berth. I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, you look at Florida last year, um, you know, you can have a, a down in the doldrum season for five months 
and all of a sudden get hot at the right time. And, you know, next thing you know, you're playing for the cup. So, um, you know, I, I think Carl is right there. Uh, the only thing I, I, I'll say one thing about Scott, Scott said before, yeah, I don't mind that they've lost three out of four either. I mean, the, you expect these road bumps to, uh, to happen. I didn't expect them to be last year's Bruins, but, um, I do have a problem with losing three out of four when two of the three are Ottawa and Washington, uh, especially when you've got a stretch coming up now where they're going to have Boston again, they're going to have Toronto again. They got a, a very revitalized Edmonton team next week. Uh, so I had said last week this was going to be a little bit of a tough stretch anyway. Uh, but again, like I said before, I thought they'd knock off Ottawa and Washington and then it would get tough. Uh, but uh uh, so, so you know, that's the only concern I have. This losing three out of four here can can very well become losing six out of eight with the teams that they've got coming up. So that's my only concern about uh, what's going on right now, and they need to 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 somehow figure out a way to right the ship before that happens. Hey, before we go to Scott, I just want to add because RP made the point last week. Um, well, actually, he did it. So he had hit me on the side as far as the break uh, after losing to Ottawa. And then you didn't play till Saturday, Saturday night on top of that. So that's, that, that's a little, uh, you know, we talk about the back-to-back games. We had the Nashville game what, just like a week or two ago. Nashville went to Nashville, then had San Jose at home and had a shootout against the San Jose Sharks, like uh, going up like two goals in that game, and they came back in that game. Even though San Jose has been lining it up, but the point is, the back-to-back games on the weekends, man. I don't know. It's weird because we had a, a – I don't know. There could have been no excuse without a break, right, Scott? Like, you, you didn't play – you played Tuesday night in Ottawa and then didn't play till Saturday in D.C. and then just was really flat in the second period. You know, turnovers, unassisted goals, and, you know, drawing penalties with V.C. and all that. Like, um, especially what happened in the third period with him. Like, how, how are you looking at this, what, 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 Scott, uh, what Carl said as far as um, – the, the totality enjoying the ride. Um, I, I know the, the Ranger fans have been loving you. You been, all the interviews up and up and down the East Coast, East Coast seaboard. You know, with the with the clown mask and the Pennywise. So, Scott, your thoughts? <laughs> well, thank you. Um, yeah. Anyway, you slice <laughs> it. These uh, these <laughs> these these three out of these four games were they were just stinkers. All all three all three of them. You know, would have been nice if they were going to lose. Would have been a little more reassuring if they lost the two to one or even a four to three five four. You know, shootout. I don't mean shootout like actual. You know, gunslinging shootout. You know metaphorically speaking, you know, not just getting blown off the ice all three games and it turns out they did. But, you know, again, it is what it is. Um, it, you know, it's like we've been saying, it's all about how they respond. And it's, you know, this one's a little more serious than just the one stinker. There's, this is a week of stink, but, um, you know, hopefully they, they can, they can figure it out. And I, I know that they'll figure it out. I, I think they may have been playing a little above expectations in those first 20, but, um, I, I think that that more, uh, I, I'm, I'm confident to say that I think that's the team, that's our team, not not this team from this past week. I think they just had a humbling experience, and I think they'll uh, they'll be all right. You know, you know what I didn't like from that Kings game, and Steve, you mentioned before that I had some choice words for the NHL. Um, you. So, you know, I, I said my piece about the reviews and 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 the uh, you know the the lack of of player safety and the and you know the the majors and all that stuff. But um, yeah, well, they did it again in that um, 
uh, with that hit on Goudreau, they um, they, uh, they they took a major and they reviewed it down to a minor. And then when the dude got jumped for the for, for the hit, we're giving him five games. So uh, you know the NHL just can't get out of its own way when it comes to uh, the punishments. But you know what I didn't like in that third period against the Kings when they called um, I forget who on the Kings for the for the minor for for roughing uh, when he got into it with Quick, and then he turns around and cross checks uh, Lingren, and they called Lingren for him. Embellishment. I hate, hate that penalty. Um, I, I usually, when you see the embellishment call, it's, uh, it's usually when, when the guy actually gets tripped or whatnot, and they take both. They take the infraction and they take the embellishment, and that is, that, that's, that, 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 that's ridiculous. You know, it's either a penalty or it's not. I got no problem calling a dive. I got no problem with unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, you know, for, for a dive if there was no penalty, but I do not like when they take both. This was a little different because they didn't call the cross check, but I mean, embellishment on Lingren. I mean, you guys remember that play? I mean, he was, he had his back to him. He was, you know, when you get cross checked in the back on skates on ice, you're going to go down. I mean, you know, he didn't throw his hands up in the air. He didn't roll around on the ground like a soccer player, like LeBron. I mean, he just got knocked down. He hit the ground. He got back up. I mean, I don't see where the embellishment was. So I absolutely hate that penalty. But uh, we did get uh, we we did get a goal off that power play, uh, the one that came up right after that. So, so be it. But my main complaint. Uh, well, first of all, let me let me say about the jerseys. Um, I, I'm gonna um, I, I'm gonna what, what is it the politicians say? I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back my comment a little bit. Uh, on you know because last week Carl, you weren't here last week. I had some choice words for the jerseys, and I and they were not good when they unveiled them the the alternates. Um, but now that I saw them in full uniform with the with the navy head to toe, the helmets, the gloves, uh, the the socks, they are starting to grow on me a little bit. I do think the insignia is way too big on the front. But other than that, um, they're kind of growing on me when I see them in full uniform. You know what? I compare them to the uh, to the Devils black jerseys. You know, trying to be objective here. Yeah, we all everybody got a big kick out of the jersey. You know, uh, worth you know it says jersey, and everybody was laughing at that. And, I, and it was good to see the Devils embrace that. You know, they started coming out with hats that said hat on them. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I forgot which goalie. He actually put mask uh, in the same writing on the back. So uh, good to see them embrace it. But the point is, once they hit the the ice in in their full uniforms with just black head to toe. I actually kind of like them in the full uniform. So the Ranger jerseys, I think, were uh, were similar for me. I don't hate them quite as much once I saw them in full uniform. So I want to backtrack on that. But um, the other thing about the Rangers uh, front office that I wanted to uh, bitch about last week was I was um, I was looking at the promotional schedule. And they made – so there's a kid's day. I think they do it every year, kid's day, afternoon game. But they did it this year. I forgot the exact date. It's in April. It's against the Islanders. They made Rangers Islanders kid's day. And that just infuriates me because, you know, as we've talked about for years on this show, you know, uh, the MSG is, is a shell of its former self as far as, you know, the atmosphere and, you know, being an intimidating place for opposing fans and, and, and teams. It's it's nowhere near the same place, and we're never going to get that back. That's just the way it is. With the price of everything, that that's, uh, the new fan base, that's just the way it's going to be. So you have Rangers Islanders the one day or 
two games of the entire year where you can have the closest thing to that old school, you know, Madison Square Garden raucous atmosphere. Rangers Islanders, two fan bases that hate each other. It doesn't matter what the standings are come come that game in April. It's going to be nuts in there. That's the two games of the year where we have that. And the promotions team and all their infinite wisdom made that kids day. I mean, well, what were they thinking? I mean, maybe I'm just reading too much into this, but but that just, I don't know, to laugh or to yell. I mean, you know, so, you know, you're going to have the morality police all around the garden, um, you know, telling people to watch their language. And that's I, I, that's ridiculous in any game, for, as far as I'm concerned, for a hockey game. Um, you know, one of the great things that, uh, that made Madison Square Garden what it is, or what it was, in terms of, uh, you know, the tough place to play, was some of the great profanities you would hear coming mm. out from, from from the old school blue seats and pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to have the morality police walking around and telling people to watch their language. I mean... You know, you, I, I, I don't endorse fan fights. I mean, as entertaining as they are when you're not, you know, when they're not near you, they are entertaining, but I don't condone that kind of thing. Um, you still might have the occasional one or two, but it's going to be ridiculous. And you're going to have people bring in their kids, um, you, you know, so so A, there's there's less, you know, good Rangers Islanders fans in the building because there's going to be more kids than usual. And, you know, they're going to be fielding complaints. And, you know, after they're going to be flooded with emails afterwards about, I took my kids to this game. And it was probably a bunch of families first times there. I took my kids to this game and I heard this and that and that. Like, what are you trying? You know, it's going to be a mess. Like, I just don't understand what they were thinking uh, doing that. Not to mention it takes, you know, one of our two great old school atmosphere games and just completely cuts the legs out from it. Uh, so that, that, that just uh, pissed me off. And, you know, the, I, I, the timing was, was better last week because, you know, that, that coincided with my initial reaction from the Jersey unveil. And I just wanted to go on a just absolute rant about the Rangers front office and promotions to whatever, whoever is deciding all that stuff. But I did backtrack a little bit on the jerseys, but uh, I had to get that out there about the, uh, about the kids day. Cause that just infuriates me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and shout out to you, Scott, on that. And um, we'll, 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 we'll tweet the new New York Rangers PR tomorrow about that and, and see what they say. We'll add uh, Mr. Ice Guy Blander to that, that mention and see what they say. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure um, fans need to be heard that, yeah, no kids there for blue shirts in the uh, Islanders. Um, let, let's continue on before we get off. Um, yeah, you know, this, this game was a little, like – Statistically, as a team, because we're built different than they are, but we can kind of do a lot of the same things overall, stat-wise. And to me, they we've been the better statistic, you know, with the with the with the faceoffs this year. But they have a more depth guys that do that well than we just have with Vincent Trocheck. So, so case in point. The face-off win to set up the, uh, the 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 second goal by them, uh, I think it was the 10-minute goal in the first period, like, that doesn't happen to us often this year, let alone if maybe period. Um, so I, I thought that there were going to be spots in this game where they would win or have the upper hand in certain points in the game, and, and it, it took advantage. Um, when I look at the Maple Leafs, and I know we'll go around for final thoughts and stuff like that, the Maple Leafs, 
we know Austin Matthews is their their best player, but Nylander, and I know they've been talking about whether they're going to. This is early on in the year. They thought they were going to ship them, you know, you know, about paying them and all that. I think they see an opening to take that division. I know this is still early in the year. I, I still think they ha- I see an opening, and they're going to ride that wave as they should. And um, knows what happened the previous night, even though Tavares getting his thousandth point versus the Islanders, uh, his former team, but. Uh, yeah, I, I I find it really fascinating because, like Carl said, it's crazy how this thing works in this particular sport. You could get 200 points and still lose in the first round. And you got to kind of have to enjoy the ride. So I'm not necessarily overreacting, but I am with Glenn in the sense of, damn, we should at least got one out of two between Ottawa and um, Washington. Uh, of course they're going to let Jonathan Quick play the, the king game. I mean, that was kind of a given. So now that that's out of the way and they're – uh, we won't see them until later later in the year. Um, let me ask you guys this, Carl, if I can ask you, man, like how we're going to divide up the goalie duties. Is, you know, I think we should maybe do they play quick next Tuesday in, 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 uh, in Toronto and give him a shot, I guess, with the Maple Leafs uh, in the spot start and let Igor do the, what, the Anaheim game and the Boston game. Is that how you think they're going to play? What are your thoughts? Or anything else you'd like to say about the Blue Shirts game with you, Glenn, and, and us and Scott after that? Well, looking at the, you know, a couple weeks, I know in the last couple weeks they've had a number of sort of really spacious off days. So it made things very hard to try to fit in goalie time just based on the fact that you don't want to give, you know, guys three, four days off. But I'm looking at the way the schedule sort of breaks down. And they're going, let's see, they're going, send, they go, well, next game's not until Friday. So they got, they got two days off here. Then back to back, three and four. Uh, I could see a scenario over the next seven games where it's probably like a five to two split uh, in terms mm-hmm. of games. Um, the back to back, obviously, that's kind of, that'll, that figures, figures itself out. And then the Tuesday, mm-hmm. Friday, I would give Igor both games. Uh, but then you play a Saturday on top of that on the 23rd, so you've got you can go with the second with uh, with quick on that, and then you don't play again up until Wednesday. So yeah, I think about a five two split does seem logical. Um, based on this scenario here. Actually, uh, maybe four, actually, you know, three, five, no, four, three, because there's three back-to-backs, as I'm looking, if I have my, if I have my numbers right, yep. of these eight yep. games, and there's three back-to-backs. So five, three would be my split. And Glenn, then, what about you? And the, uh, oh, go ahead, sorry about that. Oh, you, and then, and then I think we, I think it's time for my annual um, uh, rant, rant about this. Uh, maybe this will probably come up again in a couple of weeks. Can we please stop with the, uh, we have to respond, and this is I get on I get on when 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 truly hits guys. Lindgren takes that sh- that shot tonight that when he wasn't looking from Jake McCabe, and Zibanejad jumps in, getting ready to play tough guy, on a clean hit, gets penalized for I think four minutes because of it. Guys, come on! What? Why does McCabe have to fight for himself? It was clean, yep. like. <laughs> I I I I can't I can't. This is this. Is, it, 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 it is so annoying. I'm like, God, can we please? Can we please? We've been get, saying get that about Campbell for a couple of years. We've been saying that about Campbell yeah. for a couple of years. He's got clean hits. Yeah, why well, Why does he have to defend himself every time he throws a clean hit? I don't I don't I don't understand. I, I couldn't believe it. I wa- I watched it in, in lifetime. I was like, okay. And then you watch the replay. McLean to me. Lindgren doesn't have his head up. He's not looking at all. Bam, gets blasted in the next week. And 
you know, all of a sudden now we, you know, we want the fight police want to come out, and so that was just so disappointing. Oh, hey, by the way, guys, uh, do folks still want to trade Panarin? I remember at the end of last season, <laughs> folks were trying to get, folks were trying to basically, you know, get him off the team or sell him for twenty five cents on the dollar. He's basically the front runner for the MVP. Do folks still want to trade him? I, I, I'm just asking the question. No, no, yeah, no. Who was that, Carl? Okay. Who was that on the trade last year? I just, don't remember that. Who, who just, are you talking about? Just, <laughs> just check it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like what you said, though. You said it, you know, as far as teams dominating regular season and getting their numbers up. But it, it was really more about the playoffs. You know, like, if he, he could continue this on in the playoffs, you know, that's what we want, right? I mean, He's getting us through the regular season. You can't ask for more, so I'm cool with that. Got, I, mean, I think everybody's looking got, at it, you know. And, yeah. Got to get to the playoffs first. <laughs> that right, is, right, that yeah. is never a sure thing yeah. in this sport. Get, that's, oh, yeah. As Carolina is finding out right now, and they've had some issues, uh, obviously we, 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 we thought New Jersey was going to be, you know, one of those upper echelon contenders. But, you know, right now they're, they're going to have to kind of work their way back into the standings. But – Getting to the playoffs is never assured in the NHL. Yeah, definitely. Glenn, what are your thoughts? And then after that, as far as, like, goalie duties over the next eight, and then get Scott's thoughts and we'll go around for final thoughts. Steve, I, I think you, you you hit it right on the head um, when, you, uh, uh, when you said that uh, – um, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought there um, – that you hit it right on the head. Uh, opening night, we were saying that, Whatever Panarin does in the, in the regular season, it's going to be about what he does in the playoffs because that's when people were getting upset with him. So I think you hit that right in the head. It's great that he's doing what he's doing. I hope he does win the MVP, but, you know, it, it's going to come down to what he does in the playoffs, and that's what he's getting paid $11 million to do. Um, as far as the goalie situation, yeah, I mean, it's pretty remarkable that they got three weekends of back-to-backs in a row. Um, you know, looking at at least the next two games – um, you know, I mean, in, in regular times, you would say, all right, quick against Anaheim and then uh, Igor in Boston on Saturday. But um, I think it might be more important to give Igor what might be considered uh, uh, an easier game. Uh, you know, maybe he shuts out Anaheim or gives up one goal and, you know, maybe helps him get his confidence back. And, uh, you know, the way Quick's been playing, I don't know that I have a problem with him playing in Boston, really. So, I mean, I would look at the next two, give Igor – uh, the Anaheim game, just to maybe pump up his confidence a little bit. Um, and then after that, yeah, I mean, I agree. You got, uh, um, you know, probably have Igor go uh, Toronto and Edmonton on Friday, then quick on Saturday against Buffalo, uh, and then the schedule eases up a little bit more. So, um, I mean, I think we're probably looking at in the next five, uh, probably Igor playing three and quick playing two. Uh, and then after that, you know, you probably will have come back with Igor against Washington, maybe quick against Florida, and then Igor again uh, that Saturday the 30th against Tampa. So I don't know what that adds up to, but it probably adds up to something around 5-2 uh, with Igor. Or, or uh, But I, I would I would give Igor the Anaheim game and see what, uh, you know, see if that can help pump him up a little bit more. All right, cool. Scott, your thoughts? Um. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Um, I wouldn't mind. Um, you know, like I said, I, I'm, I'm at this point. I'm 
hitting the panic button on him. Um, you know, again, I don't know if it would be better or worse for his psyche, but uh, I think Quick has definitely earned uh, a, a role reversal there. But yeah, let, let's let's I mean, let's not give up on Igor, of course. So uh, yeah, I, I'm all in favor of giving him the quote unquote easier game. But as we saw last week, uh, that's you know there's not much uh, in the way of easy games in this league. I know that we've said it uh, in the past, like they're all professionals. Everybody is here at the NHL level and. Uh, you know, there, there's no such thing as a quote-unquote easy game. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I'd be much happier to see Igor try and get his confidence back against uh, uh, in Anaheim than, than, say, a Boston or, or a Toronto. Um, and, and let's also lay some blame on the team. The team has been, you know, pretty much hanging them out to dry. I'm, I mean, there were seven goals. I mean, I, admittedly, I only saw the first five, and then I shut the game off, so I don't know if the last two goals were, were terrible goals or, or whatnot. But, uh, you know, not all of those goals were his fault. There was, uh, I know there was, a, there was a, a rebound tap in. He had no chance on that. Uh, the second goal, he you know couldn't see it at all. Uh, that's kind of a, a freak play, but uh, right off the face off, uh, you know, one of those one of those uh, the puck had eyes and got through a bunch of guys, and all of a sudden, you know, run under the crossbar. So, uh, not everything is his fault. Um, you know, the team has certainly not done their part to, uh, you know, keep traffic clear and keep the shots to a minimum in front of him. Um, that's, you know, we, we, we talked about the, uh, the defense. I, I, I thought the defense, uh, you know, I look at, I look at our, at the six guys top to bottom and, you know, I'm very, very happy on, you know, with on, on paper and whatnot, but, uh, you know, I think that's certainly an issue that, uh, that we can, uh, talk about next week, you know, depending on, uh, how, how we get from, from this Tuesday to next, uh, what we have to talk about and how jovial or lack thereof we are but uh yeah the the team certainly did not help him out uh at all uh in in these three games so uh but yeah the answer to your question is i would like to see him start the anaheim game rather than the toronto game cool 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 we could go around the final thoughts let's see um car you can lead us off the final thoughts man um uh, anything around the rest of the NHL you'd like to talk about, your final thoughts, uh, our squad? Because we'll be back. Basically, this is part one of the, the, the Rangers Maple Leafs here because next Tuesday will be our last episode from the calendar year for the hockey. So against the same Maple Leafs, but this time in Toronto. Uh, your thoughts, Carl, around the league, our squad, final thoughts, and we'll go to Glenn and Scott and we'll wrap up. You know, around the league, I think everybody – It's this year has been a lot more – I remember last year when we were looking – Towards that postseason, like the, I think like the top six records in in the NHL all existed in the Eastern Conference. This year, it's a little bit more spread out. You know, between you know, Colorado's much better now than they were last year. Dallas is doing what they've been doing. Vegas, as you know, they're continuing on. Uh, a couple of the other young teams, I was expecting a little bit. I know Chicago is is rebuilding right now with you know with the young kid, and and watching him play is is a pleasure to watch every night he is he's gonna be one of those guys that within two years will arguably be one of the three or four best players in the league there's no question about it uh in my mind um but besides that i think everybody else um everybody else is again as as the season plays out here as we get to like i said right around january february will be sort of like that all-star break point when we look at the way the league is sort of set up in such a way and say okay who are the you know the guy the teams that'll be 
you know, on that fringe for the postseason. A team like Detroit, which I'm actually been very impressed with. We saw them last Wednesday uh, in that game at, uh, at the Garden, even though they were kind of flopping around a little bit. Um, but besides that, I, I think everybody's in a good place here. Let's, you know, just kind of weather the storm here um, for these next, you know, 10, 15 games and get guys healthy. And then at that point sort of get to the point where, you know, we're going to get to that trade deadline again and we're going to be kind of making that list of like, okay, who, sh- who can we get and who can we, you know, maneuver, you know, manipulate the salary cap a la the L.A. Dodgers for Otani and try to see who we can fit in with the, with the few dollars that the Rangers have available. So it'll be something to watch. Hey, uh, quick question on the, uh, the Red Wings, because I did see, but I didn't really look into it because I was so focused on watching the, the Blue Shirts tonight. How long is Larkin out for the Red Wings? If you got anybody you know, Glenn or, or Carl, how, how long well, they is they're catching out? I did not check. You know, they were, they were playing. I was watching them for a few minutes tonight against St. Louis, uh, and I didn't get a chance to hear uh, the, the update on, on his condition. So we'll, we'll, have, to do, we'll have to mm-hmm. check on that and find out. I have him on my fantasy okay. team, and I, I think I last saw that they were only expecting him to be out for about a week. Oh, that's it? Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, or at All least right, they cool, were cool. saying he was not going to play this week. Uh, he was going to miss at least this week. So uh, it doesn't sound like it was – whatever it was was too, too serious. Right, right. Cool. Thank you very much, Carl. Glenn, your final thought. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the – the good thing about getting off to the start that the Rangers did is that you've got some cushion to, uh, you know, run into a stretch like this and, and not get into too much trouble. But, you know, like Scott mentioned, uh, you know, the Islanders are only six points behind. Um, you know, there's a couple other teams. Washington, I believe, is um, – take a quick look here um, – you know, Washington is, is uh, not that far behind. Now, do I necessarily believe the Islanders and, and Washington are going to hang in there and teams like Carolina and the Devils, you know, aren't going to overtake them? They probably will. But, you know, it goes to show with the with the start that you get off, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to run away with everyone. Uh, you know, the Devils last year got off to pretty much a similar start than the Rangers did this year, and they were able to ride that right through to the end. Um, you know, they, they still played well. Uh, you know, they didn't play 500 the rest of the season. In fact, I think the Rangers actually might have caught up to them for a night or two and passed them in the standings and then fell back again. But, um, you know, the point is that, uh, you know, just because they've run into this little bit of a stretch here, it's not like the sky is falling. I still feel like this team is going to uh, uh, figure it out and come around. And, and uh, again, I've said it uh, before, uh, on some of the shows, I, I think they're going to wind up winning the division. I really do. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I think you want to, you know, avoid letting this uh, three out of four become six out of eight. So uh, even though they've gotten off to the start that they have, I still have a lot of confidence in them, but they need to right the ship for sure. Uh, now, now, now let's get to the chase, man. You, 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 you win people bet. Um, you called that West Coast, you have Scott Lord and Winnipeg about that. We're old trick. So, what the what are we doing? Let's, let's get the predictions out. Let's get hey, this is why we have you here now, man. You you, you call games at this point. So what, how are we doing in the next week? A uh, matter of fact, let's go through the end of the year. The next, let's go through December thirty first. Okay, through December thirtieth, that, that's looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Um, okay. Looking at the level of the competition, um, 
I think we're looking at four and four. Man, you just you know, we're, in Florida and Tampa. we're in Florida and Tampa, but you can't you can't expect that you're going to sweep that. Um, you got no. Boston, you got Edmonton, who's who's just playing ridiculously well right now. Uh, you got another game against Toronto. Uh, if they go five and three in these eight games, I'll be happy. Um, but the way they're yeah. playing right now, let's carry it around. I, I think four and four is what we're looking at. I think we're you know kind of at a leveling off period right now until the new year. I agree, man. If we can get through that 4-4, four four, that's a break because it does get – I'm not going to say these games get easier, but based on what we saw this year, right? the, the next the, – the upcoming day ain't going to be as tough as the games after that starting the new year. Man. I'm cool with 4-4 four four if we get through that. That'd be great. Shout yeah. out to you, Gunn. Thank you very much. And Scott, your final thoughts. Are you going to be cool with 4-4? Four four? I'm sorry. What did you say, Steve? I was, I was talking to Scott, you, are you going to be cool with 4-4? Four through the end of the oh, year, and you're not going to go bonkers. Your, your final thought? Five, two, and one. Yeah, take that, Glenn, Woo! you pessimist. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Good I for think you, the Scott. bleeding stops now. Uh, I think Boston um, – I think Boston's a great way to to, to start that. Uh, you know, I, I don't think we have any. I mean, we, you know, uh, who was that? Well, Keandre Miller was out. Uh, you know, today personal reasons, he's not hurt. Um, you know, we've obviously grown accustomed to to Kako and he will not be in there um, and played fine up until this uh, this past week. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, the bleeding is going to stop now. I know it's a very tough stretch, but you know, as we just saw. Uh, Terrible teams put a beating on us last week, and you know, so be it. Don't forget the the first couple losses when there weren't that many. One was Columbus, and uh, um, who was the other one? Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Exactly. Nashville. Yep. Columbus and Nashville, the first two losses, and neither of those teams are very good. So uh, you never know. Um, but and so I, I'm not uh, worried about the quality of schedule coming up because I think we're going to right the ship. And like I said, I think the uh, the team from before this week is, is the team we're looking at. Uh, so uh, yeah, um, and and yeah, they, we, you know, we thought the division would start to take shape by now. We were pretty much in unanimous agreement that it would be Rangers, Devils, Carolina in you know any particular order. Uh, Carolina's been a big surprise because they started off real slow and then they started to right the ship, and now they're going back into the you know into the tank there. Um, I mean, I, I still think they will, but I thought they would have had their uh, their act together by now. Um, yeah, the Islanders uh, again, they're they're just racking up the losers' points, but whatever, they're in second place and they're only six points behind us. Believe it or not, after all that, they had a seven game losing streak at one point, and they're only six points behind us. It just goes to show you how uh, you know three out of four losses. Uh, you know how, how 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 big of an impact that that has, and and how tight the uh, division is. I think the Islanders will drop out. I think the Flyers are playing above their pay grade. Don't count them out for a wild card. Uh, but I think as far as the big three, um, I. I, I Still stand by my, uh, the, you know, the, by that prediction that I think it will be uh, in no particular order. Rangers, Carolina Devils, same as last year. Um, you know, a, a, as we get into the uh, the halfway point of the season soon. Um, 
But, uh, you know, taking a peek at the West, uh, Edmonton's seven in a row. They finally uh, figured out how to play hockey again. I know McDavid was injured early, but, uh, you know, he came back and they were still losing games left and right. But uh, now they're just so – I saw a stat. I forgot what the number is. I should have had the number. But he had something like 29 points in, like, 10 games or some, something ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, on, on this winning streak. So, uh, you know, I, I, I still think they're similar to Toronto in that they're very top-heavy, um, yeah, you know, both those teams. But, uh, you know, they're, they're salvaging their season. Um, and Winnipeg, and, let, and let's, not, uh, let, let's not take away the importance of Winnipeg, uh, you know, going on a tear and, and, and presenting themselves as a, as, as a possible contender, is that, um, what's his name, the goalie, Ellibuck, uh, you know, there was all sorts of rumors about uh, him being on the block for the Devils because, uh, you know, I think the Devils, um, Devils goaltending is certainly a problem. I think, uh, you know, Vanacek was definitely playing above his pay grade last year, I think, and he – came back down to earth well in the playoffs and now this year and uh you know schmidt is still young he still might be the real deal but uh you know i i think you know what he did to the rangers last year that's well that's just what the rangers do we take an absolute no name third string goalie and turn him into patrick wall instantly in the playoffs that's just what we do um so he might still be the real deal because he's young but he's certainly not ready yet uh so that might be a problem so yeah there there were there were rumors about him being on the block and uh in, in, in Winnipeg and um uh, so the good news about them writing uh, <laughs> their ship and becoming a contender is that they might not be <laughs> might not be trade partners for their goalie at this point. So that's good for us. <laughs> um, uh, what else was I looking at in the West? Uh, I guess it was just those two teams. And um, unfortunately, I think uh, the window is finally closed for my Flames. I don't uh, I don't see them going anywhere. And uh, they just they unloaded they had, they had a trade uh, and I asked my friend in Calgary if that I forgot who they traded last week two weeks ago uh, it was a big contract I forgot who it was Russian guy I think um, but I, I asked him I I said is, I said is that the is this the beginning of the end for you guys uh, are you guys starting on low and he said no he said it was just a big contract and and a useless contract they wanted to get off the books uh, but um, you know he's still they apparently you know with the the flames beat writers uh, don't think that they are thrown in the towel just yet because uh, it's 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 too early and you know they they do have a they're not terrible um you know again they do have uh what's his name markstrom and ned who was you know Vesna finalist a couple years ago so but uh i don't see them uh i, I don't really see them being a contender you know realistically speaking but uh you know, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I de- I definitely wouldn't mind seeing the Oilers uh, come out of that. Uh, you know, kind of come out of that conference, assuming they don't run into the Rangers in the finals. Uh, I would definitely like to see this Oilers team do something. Um, you know, you got to love McDavid. Not to mention, you know, as Ranger fans, we can't possibly hate that franchise. It's funny because you know, I talked to my uh, my friend in Calgary who was coming in for the uh, for their. Islanders, Rangers, uh, Devils trio games, and I will be accompanying him to the Rangers one, obviously, and the Devils one. Um, but he, you know, absolutely hates hates the Oilers. Um, 
you know, because they're the Islanders to us, you know. Uh, and I said, look, he hates the Leafs. And I said, look, I can share your hatred for the Leafs, no problem. But uh, I was like, I can't share your hatred of the Oilers. I just can't do it. You know, my, my 94 team. I said half of the half of the, uh, uh, half of of the the Oilers banners uh, in the rafters are in my rafters, too. I said I, said I cannot share your hatred on that. So, um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a change of pace and seeing the Oilers, uh, you know, raise the cup again. But, uh, I, again, I think they're too top-heavy. I, I, I don't think they're uh, the, the good blue line and back uh, enough to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, same with Toronto. So that's where mm-hmm. we're at. So uh, let's have a much better week this week, next week. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, man. We got you, man. We got to do it, man. We have like, so what, what am I getting uh, in Sharangovich uh, in this trade? Uh, <laughs> my exact answer was you lost that trade. Like, <laughs> You're never going to let me live that one down. <laughs> Yo, and and I am going to dedicate some time. I am going to dedicate some time. I'm going to go through the summer show archives and I'm going to find Glenn's uh, Glenn. Cause I think Glenn's was even better than mine. I'm going to find Glenn's. Uh, I think it's time for the Islanders to go away. I'm going to find that clip, Steve. I will. That's going to be my mission okay. for the week. I'm going to find that clip. Glenn, do you have any idea when you might've said that? I, I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head though. <laughs> I want to say it's a summer show. I hope you find it and come oh, back with it next week. <laughs> If not, we got, you know, the Christmas break will be off all of our shows, so we'll be off and look through there between Christmas and the New Year. Who knows, man? You guys are hilarious. God, that, I, every time I hear that, man, I still can't stop laughing, man. You you shot down dreams with that, that bar, man, with that quote. <laughs> <laughs> you shot down dreams, man. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Like, like, he, 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 like I told this guy, like, go through the rainforest and the wilderness. They give you the, the news of the trade that the Calgary Flames made, and you just said it in one line. Nah, man, you lost that trade. <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> All right, guys, yo, we got to get off, man. Shout out to Carl at the C Notes and this ice guy, Glender, on Twitter. That would be Scott. And, of course, Glenn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, IR, Stitcher. Um, oh, yes, uh, Glenn, uh, uh, not Glenn, uh, Carl, if you're still here, um, I know we're all giant fans on this show, so I know that there's been a bumpy road for your, for your, uh, for, for the football team. Uh, you can check out Carl on the Thursday show on the pregame versus the Saints and the postgames as well. It was, it was a happy crowd, I heard you guys, Carl. It was a happy crowd on Sunday after the game. Oh, not, no, no, not Sunday. Monday, Monday night, last night versus the, um, the Packers, man. Happy crowd, man. You guys had a good time, man. Oh. I mean, man, for, you know, 11 o'clock at night, you know, I, you, we were ready to pop champagne at that point, you know, the way that was uh, <laughs> that was going. You know, hey, you know, can we can we can the games end a little bit earlier? That's all I ask. You know, I'm trying, we're trying to get some sleep here, folks, trying to, trying to get to work the next day. At least the game's at 12 o'clock on Sunday. Right, right. I know. Understood on that. Shout out to you guys. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, last hockey episode of the calendar year. Sign grants, ladies and gentlemen. Please Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee.